Good morning, everyone. This is September 13th. Oh my god. Um, welcome to In the Mix. I've got a question of the day for you guys, and it has to do with um, health and relationship pretty much. So, um, this husband, the way he posed the, the whole confession for him was that he would rather have his old wife um, back than his new wife. And this got me to thinking, oh my God, that is so messed up. Like, why would you leave the person in the first place? But no, 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 no. Listen here. Um, so this guy is talking about how his wife used to be a nice, curvy woman, you know, have it in the right places for him anyway, because um, everybody has different uh, tastes. And she started getting into these meal prepping and um, exercise thing and eating kale all the time and whatnot. So she lost 25 pounds. And apparently these 25 pounds were in the right places. And um, that's kind of affecting how he feels about his wife. Um, so he kind of wants his wife back because he's like I'd rather be when I'm laying in bed I want to be laying with my wife who, who the person I married now I feel like I'm just laying there with a woman actually uh, uh, this individual that feels like I'm laying with a little boy because that's how skinny she got um, it's <sighs> I can see where he's coming from but again it just seems like it could be not and I don't think it, it necessarily can be an issue um, now if the wife is she might be a little bit skinnier she might feel a little bit healthier maybe she needed it health wise um, but it if it's getting to the point that it's really bad that she looks very very um, unhealthy skinny because there is that there's thick there's skinny healthy and there's also you know a, a thicker you know what some people might call fat healthy there's there's healthy to a point it depends on what how you're eating you know how you're caring for yourself so in this case it's all about you know maybe she needed to do it um because maybe she has some kind of other illness that she needed to kind of lose the weight for and her husband's not feeling it but he kind of didn't mention that so we don't know all the variables in that case but in this instance like I can see um kind of where he's coming from and I can see where she might be coming from because she probably didn't feel happy with herself at the weight that she was and wanted to do something different about it so um yeah I, I just Unless he talks to her, I have a feeling that this might cause serious tension and they might not be on the same page for a while and the relationship might go downhill um, and she might end up going to somebody who's into the meal prepping, meal kit, working out, doing whatever, you know, and they have to go their separate ways. I've, I've seen it happen, you know, when, when you are with an individual that you have a lot um, in common with and then all of a sudden things change it's one of those things that if you can't go back or at least find something you guys can um, kind of relate to it it's kind of like you become roommates in the same home so I hope you know they can work something out 
what do you think about this situation? I would like to hear what you guys have to say. You know, I'm always with the whole starting a conversation, sparking things by talking. It's great. So let me know. What do you guys think? So I want to touch on a subject that um, I like to kind of uh, harp on from time to time. And it has to deal with... um, work employment in general um it's it's one of those things that it gets to me because i fall into the situation that i'm about to elaborate on so i work in it technology and as a woman it's kind of it's not as rare nowadays but it's still you know we still have a lot of growing to do within that field um and hence why there's so much focus on stem in uh in schools and for girls as well um, and there's plenty of women out there in IT that, you know, are doing the damn thing. And I, I commend them for that. And I, one day, you know, when I grow up, would love to be like that. And I was hoping that by this time, I would be in that stage. But it's come to a situation where I've, I've struggled in that I've had various opportunities when it comes to interviewing, which I spoke about um, in one of the previous uh, daily mixes, um, where, you know, I've done awesome. And as of recent, there was one situation like that where I went through multiple interviews, phone, made it through that, got to the actual location, made it through that, and went to the actual big boss. And somehow, somewhere, I don't know what it was, it completely failed for me. Like, not me as in the person, like, failing. It was something that apparently that individual didn't pick me and they found something in the other. You know, and you're expected to kind of, like, brush it off, keep it moving. The next time will be the best. But if it happens continually you know you start to think maybe it's you but it's like what do you do like how do you ask like what do you need to change but then if you change that and it still occurs what is going on but then you find other opportunities and these people find that you are like the best thing since sliced bread and they're so glad that they found you because you're actually a good worker you are very smart if you don't know something you actually figure it out so then how are people supposed to do this nowadays right Um, and it's funny because this leads also into within IT, just like various other skills, um, positions, you need to have certifications. Um, and it's a way of showing what you know about what you do. So, um, in IT, there's definitely various, various types of certifications, depending on what track you choose to follow or that you decide to work on um, in the field. So for me, I'm very diverse when it comes to IT. I like putting my hands on a little bit of everything. When it comes to networking, I'm kind of like, okay, whatever. But it's still, I find it fun if you let me explore into that sense because I'm one of those type of learners where it takes me hands-on experience to even find it more pleasing, to find it fun and, and, and stuff like that. Nowadays, that's that's not the case. Um, these companies are expecting you to come in, uh, be like 25 years old with like 
uh, 15 plus years of experience on a particular technology and if that's not the case they expect you to also have these certifications that are on the expert level and then pay you some measly amount of money it's like that is the biggest smack in the face for anyone who's you know taking their own money out for certifications in order to complete this and be able to get a good job um, it's just sad the state that um, you know these jobs are in today um, when it comes to those instances so then you kind of focus on particular um, certifications you know because you're looking now for a job that's gonna get you enough money but you kind of still enjoy doing that particular skill set or thing in IT so you focus on this and some of these certifications are not cheap they are in the upwards of 300 and up to like depending seriously some of these tests can go into the thousands in some cases um, but some of the cheapest ones are like $200 for some of the main things you need for certain um, job requirements um, one of the things since I've done um, government contracting is especially in IT you need to follow the 8570 certification um, in order to even be hired um, for a position so like let's say you pass that uh, interview with flying colors but you don't have those certs oh no you cannot touch any of those systems whatsoever because CompTIA has monopolized primarily they were the first ones to start it um, this whole rule of having these specific certifications in order to touch the system I completely understand why they um, instilled it because it's something you know to be as secure as possible you need to make sure you have the um, individuals um, that are skilled within that to ensure that that data does not get released but here's the thing if you want these individuals to have this if they do go in um, with these particular certifications um, I know most companies nowadays they definitely will do the um, you know they will pay you back they will reimburse you for whatever certifications you take if you pass obviously which makes sense um, but in the sense of that as well they don't necessarily fully train you they expect you okay go out do your own training and which in some cases some people go and spend hundreds of dollars for books um, you know online courses uh, teacher-led instructor courses and that's so that right there you're spending money to make money and at the end of the day you're still not gonna be making as much money because these companies will play you like your boo-boo the fool and not pay you what you're supposed to be paying and let me not get started on the pay differential between male and female within the US because I have seen it I have actually um, witnessed firsthand somebody in the recruiting um, world play me actually necessarily within the company that I used to work for I know exactly what the position paid because I was um, I know you're not supposed to know what other co-workers make and whatever but I found out what they made um, because they told me as well and 
So I knew what the position paid and these individuals literally, when I went for the position, tried to pay me, no lie, like about ten to $15,000 less than what it was supposed to be. And it's like, it's ridiculous. I just, it, 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 it's insane how we as Americans, a lot of us are literally living paycheck to paycheck. Um, because if you don't have, um, I can necessarily sit here and tell them, give me what I want pay wise. But if they don't, you know, if, if someone doesn't speak up and even when they speak up, they don't want to give it to them. There you go. There goes the opportunity. So that is one of those rants that I have to get out because it's amazing how these people expect you to get these great jobs, but they don't try to pay you. They want you to work almost for free is what it feels like and have all the great uh, skill sets that they are looking for, but not pay you. It just drives me insane. Have you ran into this issue? Let me know. So I'm calling in because I just thought to myself, while I'm driving in this ridiculous I-4 traffic, why, what, what is wrong with today's society? Why, what's wrong? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we're going backwards. We're going forwards when it comes to technology and doing new things. Shit, before I know it, we're going to have flying cars and all kinds of crazy shit. But as individuals, as people, I feel like we're going backwards, you know, almost damn near barbaric you know what i mean like the the you know people you know the the catastrophe that's happening in texas people want to take advantage and loot people's houses and steal and you know or even just you know in general people are just killing people for no reason like why just 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 answer me that why everton that is a great question and i ask myself that every freaking day i do not understand what is going on with the world right now um and why we are going so um back in time to not even a great time if you think about the past there are only things that are great um are inventions and 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 anything that we were able to achieve that we have never been able to achieve before um, but as far as the mentality of some folks and how it is coming back into this day and age is amazing to me. And the most disturbing things, I don't care what anybody says, but I so believe that especially in the U.S., the recent election brought out the ugliest in so many people and a lot of people that didn't believe that racism um, still existed, if you do not see with so many varying things that have occurred in the past several months that shows clearly that it's still alive and well today, then you are just in a hole. You have dug your head into a hole and choose not to see, or you're just so far gone, you will never see. And that's the problem. And that's how it continues going on when it comes to racism. As far as the disgusting situation of individuals taking advantage of those um, who 
got displaced due to storms um of course like you stated it started with hurricane harvey in this case um now with uh irma out of the way uh florida suffered the same situations with individuals literally while the storm is going they are looting footlockers and metro pcs's which i still think was an inside job because it was a back door so i think someone said you know what to hell with this job we getting some free stuff today um but then there was also people looting individuals homes like i'm going to need you to get your little butt out of these people's homes and stop being so dumb like that is the most disgusting thing i've ever seen in my life like why would you do that like is that something you would want to happen to you i don't think so so why the hell would you do it we learned this as little kids in school do not do anything to someone that you wouldn't like to happen to you you know what i'm saying to treat somebody like you would want to be treated but some people just don't get that um it's just disgusting all around even like uh just recently um uh, tying back into racism and, and the craziness in general of what's going on in the world there was a little eight-year-old boy um a few i think it was a few months ago or at least last month because it i think it took place in august um eight-year-old in new hampshire who was um he was hung but he survived because he was able to get out of it but he was hung by some teenagers i think the oldest was 14 years old because of the color of his skin he was mixed he he's half white um i believe half black um biracial is what they went with um in the title in the news but it's disgusting that this little boy had to go through that that is just the most disturbing situation and then the chief of police which is something that got people to notice look this is some messed up stuff is one that is trying to protect the teenagers because a small mistake they make in their uh, youth can affect them for the rest of their life. What does that say about the victim then? What will the victim have to live with because his attackers got away scot-free? It's the same thing with the situations about rapes that occurred um, last year and these individuals just getting away with it because of their privilege. Yes, I'm going to say it because of their privilege. Um, there's individuals out there shooting homeless people. It's just a hot mess all around in the world. And we just need to keep opening our eyes. And it's sad that we have to open our eyes once an event occurs. I'm hoping individuals just see before anything worse can happen. But it's already bad enough that these things have um, occurred in the first place. I don't know. What do you guys think? <laughs> So today, Kaspersky's antivirus software was actually officially ordered off U.S. government computers. I've always wondered why this was the case that we had these particular um, antivirus and, and other software from that company on our government computers, um, especially since we were always, even after the election, always kind of sketchy about Russia. <laughs> but we somehow had a big Russian uh, cybersecurity firm pretty much as a backbone of our cyber um, security software, in this case, our antivirus. Um, I always found that kind of funny, and it's one thing that my husband definitely always would point out um, 
put on your tinfoil hats type of moment. Um, he would have various <laughs> um, theories and, and comments about that um, on the systems. But um, to elaborate a little bit more, um, for anyone who's never heard of Kaspersky's, um, I, I always have a problem saying the name. Um, it changes so often for me. But um, they are being um, investigated um, by the FBI for possible links to Russian security services. Um, primarily, uh, the FBI uh, has for years, they've been trying to determine whether Kaspersky's, uh, the senior executives and um, the main individual who, who started the, the Kaspersky's lab, um, if they've been working with the Russian military and intelligence. So um, the FBI has also been investigating whether Kaspersky software, including its well-regarded antivirus programs, contains backdoors that could allow Russian intelligence access into computers on which it is running. Um, obviously, the company denies these allegations. If that was my company, I'd be like, no way. <laughs> but um, yeah, today, El Elaine, pardon me, Elaine C. Duke, the acting secretary of Homeland Security, ordered federal agencies to develop plans to remove Kaspersky software from government systems in the next 90 days. I don't know how they're going to make that happen, um, but you know, it's it's the government, and uh, if they find something viable, they will throw money at it and make it um, the new thing. Um, this announcement actually is a big... Um, way to see the disconnect between the Trump administration and the American law enforcement and how they are not seeing eye to eye and, and, and what's going on within the government. Um, Best Buy, uh, they have even announced last week that it was um, pulling Kaspersky's lab cybersecurity products from its shelves and website, and the Senate is voting this week on a defense spending bill that would ban Kaspersky's lab products from being used by American government agencies. So let me backtrack a little bit here again. Um, I was going to expand on this a little bit. Kaspersky is considered one of the foremost cybersecurity research firms in the world. Um, the company was founded by Eugene V. Kaspersky, <laughs> who attended a high school that trained Russian spies and later wrote software for the Soviet Army before going on to found Kaspersky Lab in 1997. Um, in the cybersecurity world, uh, their origins are in Russia, and there was a vice special out there which you guys really should take a look into, and they actually kind of focus on them for a little bit. Um, Federal officials uh, have warned uh, private companies to avoid Kaspersky software, and earlier this year, the firm was removed from two lists of approved vendors used by government agencies to purchase technology. Um, Kaspersky software um, is believed to be used in many federal agencies, especially as antivirus products, and I know that for a fact, as uh, my company I currently work for definitely uses it, and I'm still kind of like, really? <laughs> But uh, Miss uh, Duke was quoted um, as in saying in the New York Times, the risk that the Russian government, whether acting on its own or in collaboration with Kaspersky's, excuse me, Kaspersky, Kaspersky <laughs> could capitalize on access provided by Kaspersky products to com com 
Oh my God, compromised federal information and information systems directly implicates U.S. national security. Well, everyone, thank you again for stopping by and joining me in the mix. Um, remember, we are on Google Play Podcast, and we are also on the iTunes Podcast. So it all depends on what phone or device you have. Um, so you can follow there. But remember, you can always find me here on Anchor, um, where you can use the uh, button to say something within the comments um, or section of a segment. Um, you can also call into the station where you can leave questions, comments, you know, just stop by, say hi, all from your phone. Um, it records you right there. Um, and the cool thing is that you can be featured on the station. Don't forget to favor the station as well so that you can get an alert um, when there's something new that is dropped. So, you know, you guys check me out um, again tomorrow and uh, I'll see y'all next time.